0: You're
1: listening to Art of the Float. Welcome to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. This is our weekly podcast that tells our stories of running our float centers and we do our best to give tips on starting and running your float center where basically you get to learn from all of our terrible, terrible, ignorant mistakes and uh, learn from us and, <laughs> and the research we do as well. We, you can find us on Facebook at Art of the Float on Twitter and Instagram and now at, <laughs> at Art of the Float. And uh, as always, you can join the conversation by leaving a speak pipe on artofthefloat.com. There's a gold bar on the left side of the screen. If you click on that, you can leave a voicemail. I believe you can even do that from both iPhone and Android devices. And my goodness, I would love it if anybody wants to leave a voicemail over the weekend about their favorite speakers, any cool topics, information learned. I would love to uh, hear from you guys, and we'll play it on the air here. And of course, if it's a question or something like that, we will address it on the podcast. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, also go to artofthefloat.com if you just want to see any uh, show notes, uh, links, pictures from all the episodes. I'll be posting a couple pictures from some construction-y stuff we were doing this week. And uh, let's see here. Just to introduce all of us, I'm Dylan Calm. My wife is Sandra Calm. We own The Float Shop in Portland, Oregon. We'll be seeing you guys very soon if you're coming in for The Float Conference. And I am joined with my co-host, Lance from The Float Shack in Red Deer,
0: Alberta. Hello, and I will also be seeing you this week nice. down at the Float Conference. So. Yeah.
1: And Amy
0: with Float Nashville.
2: And in one more sleep, I will also be <laughs> Portland bound. Nice, it's happening. And behind Nashville. Cannot <laughs> wait. Cannot oh, wait. Great.
1: All these personalities, <laughs> it's either going to be beautiful or it's going to be gang warfare. We'll see how I'm it gonna, goes.
2: I'm going to hug your faces off.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool.
2: Good. Sounds yeah, violent. I
0: guess I never thought of it. What, what if none of these... these listeners actually like listening to me i might get you know lynched or something yeah Maybe, uh...
1: as the canadian in the bunch Ooh. there's a lot of risk here hopefully the canadians oh, show up this year to defend you <laughs> show up in their chuck hey, wagons got a, we got a pretty big presence
0: <laughs> canada is booming i know flotation wise so, it's um, so, so, scroll, so scrolling through that attendee list there's quite a few canadians so nice that's Thank awesome you're
2: safe
1: well, they they make up a good portion of the listeners of this show. That's for sure. We can see the geography of of our listenership, and they're they're up there. I think they could represent a little bit higher for the number of, of float centers popping open. I feel like we should be a little bit more popular up in Canada, but um, I don't know. It, do they get the radio signals up there? <laughs>
0: Um, I don't think, uh, we get radio signals. We use internet for the podcast. Uh, it I'm, doing the internet, so, I'm doing uh... this wrong.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm doing this wrong. I want to talk to Brian about the technology we're using. America. Oh, our internet's so bad here. We do. We're, uh, I'm not even going to get started. Uh, I know Portland was overlooked for Google Fiber, by the way. Anyway, let's move on. So uh, Nashville wasn't. <laughs> okay. Just saying. That's all. Looking forward to hugging your face off, Amy. No, it's just gonna be it's the best. It's gonna be good. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So a few things I want to talk about. One is our roundtable discussion. Uh, we have uh, there's still space for the sign ups. I don't think it actually is gonna max out. So. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, gosh, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever this airs, you'll probably still be able to make it in, um, although I would still encourage you to sign up as quickly as possible just to make sure you do get a slot. Uh, basically, this is going to be what you want to talk about. Uh, Will be uh, By time you're listening to this, you probably already have an email uh, or you'll be receiving an email shortly that asks for what you want to talk about in this roundtable discussion. That means what do you want to learn from this? And so this is going to be, I've, I've seen the attendee list. It's really cool. There's a really nice mix of newer people looking to start a float center and a lot of names you're going to recognize and and faces you'll probably recognize from float facilitators as well and uh, so we'll get a lot of information that way I'm really excited about it we had a, a really good time last year and we're going to do it uh, with all three of us this year and it's going to be a little bit more efficient as well we learned from last year so um, it's going to be even better I'm excited about that for fans of the show, I'm also really excited. Uh, first, you should uh, take a look in your goodie bag. There's going to be a little goodie in there for you guys. If you wear that at the Float Conference, snap some pictures, tag. What do they tag? Hashtag Art of the Float. And is it is it Float Conference 2016 or just fl- hashtag Float Conference? I think
0: that's uh, Float Con. Float Con. Thank you. Float Con.
1: Thank you. Yeah. You're right. Uh hashtag both of those and uh let's let's uh see you guys representing i want to do a contest out of it too but i haven't worked out the beats on that yet but we can work that out later uh but yeah represent represent the show let people know about us and yeah if if <laughs> yeah anyway we have a special i don't know if you want to call it a prize but uh for those listeners who have been listening for some time Uh, come say hello to us, uh, Lance, Amy, and I will each have a total amongst the three of us, 50 of this item, and we're going to be handing it out to the first 50 people who come say hello, who are fans of the show. So come say hello. Lance doesn't know what I'm talking about right now. It's a secret. (laughs) Uh, Lance was out of town for weeks, and so we had to put some, put some stuff together for the float conference, and so we decided to make it a surprise for him, too uh let's see here so yeah say hello to us and get your special prize and uh yeah looking forward to seeing all of you let's see here the only final thing i want to talk about before we really get going here is because it is the float conference there's a lot of things to cover uh if you are booking at um any of the float centers here in portland for a float the code is fc2016 Uh, short for like float conference, FC 2016. And that's going to drop the price of anybody's floats, no matter what the price, to $35. Uh, I don't know that there are a lot of spots available at this point, but, you know, take a look at the schedules and uh, see what you can do. And if you do want to book a massage with us, we're offering 25% off massage and acupuncture uh, the promo code is FC2016massage for this one. And this is specific to the float shop because we, we do massage and acupuncture here, obviously. Uh, and um, let's see here. What else was I going to add to that? Or, you know, the easier uh, option might be just to call in and mention that you're part of the float conference for, for scheduling that just because the promo code thing is is different than the other one. Let's see here. I think I've covered all the beats going into this. I'm excited about this pre-float conference hype. I'm, I'm getting very excited about it. I know you guys are, Lance. It's great to see you again. It's been weeks.
2: Welcome back.
1: Welcome back, uh-huh.
0: man. Reality is hard, right? I would say it feels good to be back, but it also felt uh, good to be gone. So uh, nice. I'm here. Well, wanna, I'm present. i wanna hear, I'm now. I want to
1: hear more about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see here. You look
2: good though. You're looking good. And you're sounding real good. So I think you. we're all gonna benefit from a very yeah. fresh off the road right. rested Lance at the conference. Very good. Yes.
0: Yeah. Lance is yes, me too. Me Some
1: too. big yeah. smiles tonight <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. So uh, let's see here. Um, oh yeah. So we are. We want to talk about our favorite, uh, or I guess the speakers we're looking forward to the most, and just others who who we're excited about, and and topics that we're excited about for the Float Conference here. So I'm I'm excited to to jump into that. But first, of course, they've been with us since the beginning. We're, what, f- this is our 41st episode, and Float Away is still our main sponsor. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, Colin is speaking this year, and he's going to be talking about, Emmy. Uh, w- what is it exactly? Yeah,
2: okay, so I'm super stoked about this um, because I think it's going to perhaps change the way that we look at how we maybe create our rooms, perhaps. But he is going to be uh, talking about creating the float rooms for float research. Um, I believe the name of the talk is "Engineering Float Pools for Float Research," mm-hmm. and I am I'm super excited. He's very knowledgeable. Colin knows what he's talking about, and he did do the pools for uh, the float uh, float tanks for LIBER. So, uh, seeing that process from his eyes uh, is. I think we all have a lot to benefit from that. Yeah. We have a lot to oh. learn.
1: Absolutely. I've, I've had a few conversations with him, Justin, and a few other people of just like insights of the modifications they've, they've had to make and the learning experiences they've had of uh, like really cool ideas that just don't work in a float room. And so I'm really curious, uh, A, how much I don't know that I get to learn about, but also just for other people to to hear some of these really, really funny stories and interesting concepts. Do you have a question so- there?
2: Yeah. Actually, guys, do you think that now that uh, Colin's done this and we start to hear about it, do you think the other float centers are going to start adopting some of these things so that we can do some, I say we, but uh, individual float centers can do some research? Do you see this happening maybe on a wider scale in our future?
1: Well, as soon as I can get an EEG machine on Amazon Prime, I will definitely be ordering (laughs) that.
2: Um,
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I'm I think I'll be able to answer that better after Colin's speech. We'll find out. Like, how high level uh, does this go? Is this mostly, like, ex- excitement for other potential float researcher research labs? Or is it stuff that we can do in-house? Um, yeah. Be I'm betting
2: wow. that there are some things that are going to be happening that uh, will allow us to record more information ah, in our own centers. Cool. I think some things are going to be happening this mm-hmm. year. It's so cool. exciting. Cool, cool yeah
0: I'm nice. sure no matter what information we get from Colin it's gonna be great information. We'll be able to integrate the other centers in multiple different ways so cool. it's always always wonderful listening to him talk. I was That's lucky true. enough he to knew. sit beside him, yeah I got to <laughs> sit by him sit beside him one one year at the conference and get in small chat with him he has a he has a lot up there
1: he will talk he will he will yeah. share how he's feeling too all his thoughts on, on everything and yeah he, yeah. he uh He's got some complicated ideas. It's awesome. He's he's mm-hmm. thinking about some complex things all around floating. Uh, and say hello to Jenny too, his wife and the other part of mm-hmm. the other half of, of Float Away. Uh, she's also uh, sharp as a tack and absolutely mm-hmm. a joy to speak with. www.floataway.com if you want to see more about their circular tanks, tranquility tank, their float cabins, all the good stuff. www.floataway.com. And uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Uh, while we're still in sponsor mode, uh, this is your chance to actually see them and pick their brains in person. Don't don't uh, let this opportunity pass by you. Um, this, I mean, a phone call and email is cool, but in person, uh, I think you'll really uh, be able to see see what they're made of. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Flow conference is coming up. How are you guys this week, Ben?
2: <laughs> Crazy. Trying to get ready. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to get my office ready and trying to get act and. And out the door on time. Man, I yeah. you know, that's something conference. I forget about
1: is like you – so I'm in Portland, so I don't have to – it's a big deal for yeah. Sandra and I get to go to the conference, you know, and like have <laughs> our staff covered. There are people going from out of the country, the other side of the country in here who just opened their float centers, who need to have it staffed, and also like paying for trains and all this stuff. the stuff. The expense is higher than than what I go through, and as well as uh, just like <sighs> the – the amount of attention you have to put it into everything. this The stress of leaving your space to get to this. So please, Amy, please tell me more. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because Mark and I have, have traveled quite a bit. Um, we do have some new peeps on our crew now. And they're doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. But um, this will be the real – we had a run through when Mark and I went to Florida a few weeks ago. But this is, this is going to be a little bit more hardcore. We're hmm. going to keep our hours, our operating hours as is. That's a lot of hours for uh. these peeps to cover. <laughs> and some of them are going to be having some um, some of their time at the float center is going to be on their own. So they're going to uh-huh. have to change a little bit faster. They're going to have to think uh. and strategize a little bit quicker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're making sure everybody's feeling comfortable. Uh, making sure that we have all of our supplies. That they don't they don't have to worry oh, about funny. anything. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, know, doing our inventory very quickly in the last <laughs> week and, and making sure everything's prepared. So there's a lot of thought that goes into a lot of planning. Making sure that our social media is ready to oh, go nice, is automated, nice. which I'm a little bit behind on. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of stuff that you have to think about uh, when you leave. And I know I know some float facilitators, some people are, are closing down. Um, some people are cutting back their hours. Right. A Lot of sacrifice, a lot of planning going on right now, and probably a lot of really nervous float center owners at this very moment. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> yes, yes. Th- that are gonna learn that their their crew is completely capable of handling right, so exactly. much. You're gonna be so happy and so pleasantly surprised.
1: And some things will go wrong. Like of course, some things will, will may will may go wrong, but for the most part, they're gonna be rise up, they're gonna take more ownership, and that they're gonna be able to take care of it. They're gonna be able to manage it. Like it's it's supposed to go this way.
2: They're going to surprise you, and you yes. are going to be so happy with what you've done, and you should be really proud of yourselves Yay. at that moment. little pat on the back for
0: yourself. <laughs> Lance, how about you? Uh, yeah, I've been just getting back. <laughs> I got back from my no little kidding. step away on Friday, so it's been, it's been a little rough getting back to it, but I've worked every day. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, basically, wow. we had to tune everything out because Matthew and I both left for um, – uh, our little vacation last week went to a music oh, festival. We both went. I didn't and, realize that. Yeah, we both went and one of our employees. So okay. uh three three out of the five of us went to this music festival. <laughs> what? And uh
1: how many but yeah. you don't have that many employees.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had uh Bruce and Danielle sort of held down the shack and wow. we had uh yeah they did they did a great job we had to cut hours back like our operating hours and block out tanks up here and there but Uh um it worked and you know it's it's what had to be done for us to go on vacation but Mm -hmm. um yeah we're sort of just carrying some of that through into next week um i know matthew's worked with caitlin to um take certain tanks out at certain times so it's easier Uh to run with one staff and uh I love it. It's a good little little test for everyone, but, you know, these things need to happen, and it's all part of growth, and um, the issues that do happen when we're gone, uh, we get back, and we know what we need to work out, we know what we need to fix, what we need to improve on, so... Yeah, it's all part of the journey. Right.
2: Love it. Great learning opportunity for sure.
0: At,
1: at my last job at an IT uh company, Fiserv, in case anybody's interested, uh we would there were a lot of stress tests uh to see like if the servers could stand up to something or just all, all sorts of stress tests. So this is mandatory stress tests. This is how you you find any holes and get stronger uh, because of these. Like this is awesome. That that that's so cool. Like all float centers, mandatory stress test. All the owners are, are leaving. That's so cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, well, by the way, Lance, I, we haven't had a chance to talk. I'm, so first of all, I just got to say like, it's so good to have you back. And it was, we had some awesome, uh, guest hosts or people, people kind of filling in, but, um,
2: Not the there's, same there's,
1: there's no Lance, you know, <laughs> there's, there's no replacing Lance. It's great to have you back. I missed you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Two weeks away. That was, uh, feels like a long time. <laughs> right. I was only gone for 11 days, but I'm mm-hmm. You know, I missed two recordings, and yeah. yeah, it just feels like a long time when you haven't had a vacation in so long, so.
1: Well, how was your vacation?
0: It was amazing. We <laughs> went down to, some of you may know, and if any of you were down at the Shambhala Music Festival, please say hi, but yeah, I was down to a music festival in um, southern BC, and I was there nice. for six days, and the rest of the time we were sort of just driving and relaxing and taking her easy. But.
1: so it was pretty easy it wasn't like you weren't burnt out by by time no. it was done
0: cool. well i was pretty burnt out after the music festival there's a, a lot of music that goes on and some late music, nights huh? and
1: uh-huh. music.
0: Dan- dancing, dancing, music dancing that's music and dancing yep. yeah and food lots of food um that but it was a good time it. uh yes yeah everything was edible so uh, no it was it was well needed uh it's i basically haven't took more than Three days off in a wow. row since, um, since well before construction. So it's been a long wow. time wow. coming. Um, cool. It was nice to spend consecutive days with my girlfriend. Uh, instead of always working and being back and forth i I was curious Um, if your
1: girlfriend went went with you i wasn't sure about that you actually got to spend entire days together
0: yeah we actually kicked off the vacation with our anniversary so it was a great way to move into things and it was very rewarding for everyone you know matthew got a lot from it i got a lot from it i'm sure our employee danielle got a lot from it and you know it's a good release Good release, and now back to the grind. And <laughs> right. Can't wait for next year. How,
1: how's the integration coming back? I, and I know it's also like an integration also prepping to go to the
0: conference, but well, what do you have to share integration, about Integration, that's, that's one of the biggest parts because you go to something like this, and if if any of you have been to big music festival like this. It's basically like this own community that starts up in the mm. middle of nowhere and there's fourteen thousand people there. It's like we were all almost family and everyone was trading and Barty and there's no handshakes. It was hugs and, <laughs> you know, no one was judging each other and everything was slower paced, whatever's comfortable for you. And then coming back, it's, you know, everything's fast paced. Everything's, you know, quickly exchange and go, go, go. No one has time to stop and say hi or appreciate the beauty around you. So it's it's a little bit different. I feel like I'm a lot slower than everyone right now, oh, and I'm just appreciating things a little bit. Oh, but interesting. I should probably just work harder. That's all it is. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, I definitely took a lot from there. There's a few things that I'm actually integrating into the Float Shack that I um, picked up from the music nice. festival.
1: So. Do you want to share any of that?
0: I certainly can. Um, what I've already started working on, um, we're calling it the trading post um, because... Outside my campsite at uh, Shambhala, there was um, what they called a trading post. It was an old tree stump where there'd be all these items on that people would just leave, and you would leave an item and take an item. Anything that has value you think someone else could use, um, it's just a free system of trading. So throughout the weekend, I'd get so excited going down here, and I'd always be, you know, I'd leave leave a necklace or uh, entered like a... A nutrition drink or something like that, and pick up a bracelet or I don't know, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Like I got countless things from here, and it grew and grew throughout the weekend until this tree stump was just piled with things. Oh wow, So, cool.
1: are you sure you didn't uh, just visit Portland for a few? Days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this
2: was yeah, a best well, Okay, you okay. know
0: this is this is uh, I don't know. Don't see it around yeah. here, that's for sure. But so I've actually put a inside. little put a little trading post up at the float shack where people can leave something and take something hmm. that may be useful. And, all the items up there right now, are just items I've collected over the years that I think other people think are interesting or cool or useful. Nice. And I hope that this is just, you know, something that can grow and people look forward to, you know, come to the float shack to check out the trading post or, you That's know, really maybe they make bracelets or necklace or something. They can help spread their work or their art or their energy, if you put it that way. But, um, I think it's a really beautiful thing and I'm really excited to see that going. That's awesome.
1: Um, I love it. And yeah. you said you had ideas. Do you have any more, more ideas?
0: Well, there's another thing I want to do. Um, they had a giant, this old, old, old giant tree they had as a wishing tree where, you know, you write your write your wish on a heart and then you hang it from the tree. Well, right on our entrance coming up to the float shack, we have a tree. And I sort of want to do the same thing, but it's going to be an intention tree. So when someone's coming for their float, I want them to write oh, down their intention wow. on this and then hang it on the tree. And every time they come back for their float, they're able to see that intention. And, you know, if they conquered that, they're able to celebrate that. If, if it's not, you know, they haven't achieved what they want, they, can, they get that reminder, oh, yeah, I was working on that. So Dude, I, I hope that's to see a this. this little
1: level this... shit right there. That is so <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh,
0: we <laughs> oh, can, I love it. We, we can, at Shambhala, we'll do it to you. Right. And then there's just uh-huh. this another little, like, I'm going to be working on a little art piece sort of um, using lights. Um, they had this wonderful is again, is between these two old trees, but they had it set up with, there's about 15 or 20 lampshades and they are all these old retro lampshades and they're all hung at different heights and uh-huh. had tassels oh. and stuff from them. I so I want to yeah. B- yeah, build one of those above the float shack. I think wow. it would be a beautiful feature. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to work on collecting lampshades. So if anyone has some cool, funky lampshades, <laughs> they want to send my way. Put that in your luggage. You know,
2: <laughs> just bring it down to, to Portland,
0: pack. and I'll wear it back <laughs> as a hat. So there save me the baggage. But uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, I, I gained a lot from that weekend. And I know the integration is, is just starting. And I mm-hmm. feel like I definitely have grown as a person and it sounds cool. so weird just you know a few days no but way man not at all you meet not at all. so many wonderful people have mm-hmm. so many you know wonderful experiences it's hard to not not go back and want to live that life a little more you know yeah. take those yep. experiences and vibrations well, with you
1: I think that's why some people kind of do make a life of doing that and and other people just make it make it a priority very consistently you know whether it's burning man or soak up here or whatever it is like very consistently touching back into that all the time because i think there is a lot Mm -hmm. to get out of it and i mean look you came back inspired and
0: just more in touch with the source or whatever you want
1: to call it community but
0: that's one of the things like uh people have asked me if you can sum up that entire weekend in one word what would that be and my word is inspired. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. when the last time I've been this expi- inspired to create or, like, yeah. go off my normal course to do something different. <laughs> I don't know. I'm inspired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is why you don't go on vacation, ladies and gentlemen. To our listeners, this is what happens, all right? Yeah. yeah. Stay That's exactly yeah. right. Keep hustling. Don't go on vacay. <laughs> 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 Uh, Uh, I think
2: it does. It shows the importance of uh, being away and being mm. in a different setting, you know? I think sometimes we go on vacation. Lance, one thing you said to me before we got started was um, you left your phone in your tent. You didn't take it out with you. Um, (laughs) A lot of us go on, and I'm talking about me when I say (laughs) a lot of us, Um, a lot of us go on vacation. And I went on, quote, unquote, vacation to uh, Florida. And it felt like not a vacation. I had my phone on me. I was checking it all the time. But shit stuff happens stuff happens when you can leave that behind put yourself in a different situation there is so much your your ROI from that time away is going to be so much more mm-hmm. than uh, when you when you carry work with you i think that is inspiring for all yeah of
0: yeah. Absolutely. And that was, that felt very rewarding. Now, you know, when I left the weekend with no pictures or nothing like that, but, but still <laughs> it was nice to disconnect from that phone. And that's, that's why I fell in love and floating in the first place is you're able to take that time to disconnect from this world that we're ever connected to. And that's what I want this weekend to be for me is I just leave all my troubles, my worries, my finances, my phone, all that to side and just appreciate what's happening. And, you know, as running a float center you know,'ve been there day and night, day and night, and it's it's quiet. It's all about reducing stimulus in a relaxing <laughs> right, environment. Right. Going to something like this is five thousand times the opposite of a float center when you know right. it's nice to have that you learn so much when you go <laughs> the complete opposite of your everyday life. so,
1: so you're going to bring yes. some of those vibes down for the float conference? Oh man. Yes, nice. I will.
2: <laughs> I think he's got it packed and ready to go. Well, yeah, you,
1: get ready. You, get, you might, get, might be a little too chill here. I'm going to bring up something that might be stressful. I heard you had a fire inspection. I don't know anything uh, about this yet, but
0: that was that was sort of stressful oh, okay. at the moment. but I got through. <laughs> so I we've been operating two years now, and um, this wonderful gentleman came in and said he's doing our annual fire inspection. We never got one done last year, so I didn't even I didn't even know they did that annually. Mm-hmm. Um, but he came through, and he's like, "Oh, this is the the infamous float shack." He's like, "My son <laughs> floats here. I want to know oh, all about it." Like, okay, what? so he comes in. Oh yeah, I'm doing a fire inspection. Okay, <laughs> anything changed? Nope, not really. All right, he's like, "Okay, show me a float tank." So, no <laughs> brought him back and showed him the float tank, and he sort of just peeked around, and uh, told him all about it. He's pretty excited. <laughs> And then, given the tour of the, the place, and I had this, I drilled a hole through a wall with the hole saw, and I sort of ran an extension cord through there. There's no, like, you need fire caulk anytime you break yeah, a barrier wall like, like that. The and the extension cord, but he he looked at it, he's like, You're not supposed to have extension cords. What does that run? I was like, Oh, just a light up here. He's like, Oh, all right. As long as it's just a light. I'm like, Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then. Um, <laughs> You went and checked their fire extinguisher and, and uh, sort of just said, oh, make sure you get that inspected this year. I'll give you a couple <laughs> months to get that done." Nice. But the extension cord thing, I sort of got off easy because yeah, I'll I say. couldn't count on two hands how many extension cords we have around oh. the boat. So it's definitely something I'm going to be. It's definitely something going to be working on when I get back. Um, but we have quite a few extension cords, um, just due to electrical not being wired in pre-existing areas of the float shack. Like the, the, we had two walls that are main walls in our lobby that we didn't have to touch and they were wired and everything, but we put everything up, finished the float shack and found out these outlets on these walls were all disconnected. So there's no power to Uh. any of these outlets and we haven't got them ran to those areas so we've had to use extension oh, cords right. to sort of loop around our business it's, it's all powering light stuff like led lights or like really low load stuff but you know you do want to minimize any of those fire risks in your business because that wouldn't be pretty to wake up to one day
1: you know, one of the things I learned about uh, what you were describing, the holes in the drywall, not necessarily an extension cord going through it, but really just holes in general, because it feeds oxygen in, if there is a fire, it, mm-hmm. it changes something from an hour or hours to minutes of how quickly walls will burn.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: we we got um, chided for that as well, for some speaker wire that was ran through the walls. Uh, we had to seal up the the holes where the speaker wire mm-hmm. comes out. But uh, funny that you had a fire inspection because I also had a fire inspection uh, on Sunday, uh, which is really funny. I don't know if anybody, you know, I've I've talked about fire inspections quite a bit on this podcast. And, uh, we we had a fire inspector come in, or, you know, the whole the whole troop shows up, uh, and uh, you know they say these things need to be fixed or whatever, and and really the the bottom line was actually, uh, the fire chief needs to come in here and analyze this because it was a little above their their knowledge. Because because we're a float center. And uh, so then he comes in, Ooh. super cool guy. We, 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 we gelled very well, which doesn't, doesn't really matter. What really matters is there were a lot of things we needed to change and things he'd like to see different, and, uh, including holes in the walls, things like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then he said, you know, um, oh, oh, by the way, there were a few reschedules that happened as well because we can't show people the float center on a, on a regular day uh, because we have people floating. And and massages going on and all and all of that. So, uh, so fine. So after many reschedules, he comes in on a particular day and says, "Okay, you know, then I'll see you a, a month from now and schedule a date for that." <clears throat> well, on that date, he didn't show up. So we did all this hustle and everything to make sure that everything was dialed in for when he came back, and and he didn't show up. So we went, uh, "Do we call? Do we not? Like, let, we'll just let them reach out to us. Our, our stuff is dialed now, so it's it, we didn't feel, I don't know, obligated to." to you know grab them by the ear and get them back in here except now i don't know it's been a, a month or so uh since he didn't show up that uh the the crew the original crew showed up again to to do an inspection and it's on a sunday sandra and i are having a day off and and trying to chill after a pretty tough week and we get, start getting texts saying that there's a fire inspection going on at the moment. And we're like, get them out of there. We have a business going on right now. Get them out and have them schedule a date. And uh, so that's that's what's going on with us. Um, good, good times. And we already got cited for something, which irritates me because it had nothing to do with what the fire chief had any interest in. So I don't know. Anyway, but... Uh, I'm glad your fire inspection was so easy, Lance. That's really cool. I'm really excited yeah. for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm glad his son floats with you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Bonus. That's awesome.
1: Uh oh. Um, but
0: go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say I don't think we have much other than just extension cords. Ah. Just to put that out there, we're not a big fire hazard. Just a just a little one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just a tiny. They don't house. like the extension
0: cords. Tiny. I don't like those. And that was uh, actually news to me until you brought that up on the podcast when you brought mm-hmm. up that you weren't allowed extension cords. I didn't know that, and I said, I'll fix that later. And then, you know, right, right, fire inspector got some. Now I'll really fix that it's later. funny
1: how the schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: What is uh, what's the Chamber of Commerce guide, Amy? Uh,
2: yeah, so Mark and I joined the Chamber of Commerce, and it's, it's something nice. we kind of wanted to do. Um, because we know that the Nashville Chamber of Commerce is very active, and some communities, they're active, some com- communities not so much. But we ended up getting, I'm not quite sure how this happened, but we got a free one-year membership um, uh, and a scholarship, which is fantastic because it's quite expensive otherwise. Huh. So when you first join, they actually put you with someone who walks you through because... Nashville is a large city. We have the Chamber of Commerce North, the Chamber of Commerce West, East. And there's activities like you would not believe. I could pretty much go and have free food uh, every night. which So that makes it extra good for a float center if you need free food. Uh, Chamber of Commerce will provide that at, like, every activity that they have. So free food, it's good. Uh, but the guide kind of helps uh, put you where you need to be and with people who are going to – Uh, gel with you and perhaps be a benefit to you. So uh, it was kind of cool to have an opportunity to meet some of our local community that we had not met before and uh, find out what's going on. So uh, what I'm really curious about, are either of you involved with the Chamber of Commerce?
0: Negative. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, since I think like the month we opened, we decided to join Chamber of Commerce.
2: What's been your experience with it?
0: Well, we haven't been as active in it as as we should be. I know there's there's business meetups every single week, or yeah, every single week there's either a lecture or a seminar or something going on, and then there's meetups where any other business that's part of the Chamber of Commerce will attend the meetup and it's a great place to socialize to network to build relationships with all your surrounding businesses and yeah. Um, there's yeah. also, there's, there's many things you can take advantage. Of. Like there's, we get tons of discounts in the local community. Um, we get discounts through like our, our, uh, payment processing, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, insurance, all these different things. And you're also eligible to like be on there. So they send out their monthly emails or their weekly emails. And we have a spot where we can put on the that email that blasts out to everyone, we can advertise the float shack. You're allowed to do that. Um, You can set up booths at the events. Um, They have a really strong presence in Red Deer and there's quite a few businesses that are on the chamber, but again like i said we haven't took full advantage of this um a lot of it requires time to be there mm-hmm. so someone has to go there and and talk and meet and socialize and eat the free food that we actually have to <laughs> pay for at ours oh, man. <laughs> and uh, uh that, that, that that that's been hard you know when you're trying yeah. to well for me work a job run the business wow. have a life right. do everything and be there but that's one of our goals this this year is to attend chamber of commerce meetings more often
2: so you know it definitely for for us there's a lot of marketing opportunities which surprised me Lance I was not aware of that but we also have a lot of marketing opportunities not only to other chamber members but also to our community yeah. to take advantage so to take advantage of that is huge for us especially because it was a free gift to us to begin with and it, it is definitely one of those things you you seem to get out what you put into it
0: yes um
2: so now that Mark and I uh, work together, usually one of us is working mornings, one of us working nights. Uh, I, uh, we're definitely putting that on our schedule. But I would love to hear other people's input as well and ways that they've used the resources of a, of their Chamber of Commerce. Because I have a feeling that there's probably some creative ways to uh, take that information that you gain and those relationships that you gain. Mm-hmm. And uh, use them for a nice little marketing boost. So yeah. hopefully if there's anyone out there who is at the conference and has had a really, really fantastic result with your chamber, please come and tell me. Nice. Um, because I want to make sure I utilize that gift.
0: Cool. Very cool. Good week. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, for us, I think the, the biggest thing it's done for us is is just showing the presence in the community, um, especially mm-hmm. starting out when they're sending out our emails. Oh, welcome to our new member, the Float Shack. And they're sending that to everyone. And some of the events they put on, they list all their members and things like that. So it's, it's mm-hmm. good for brand awareness if you're you know not using mm-hmm. it for much more else.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we did get a call from, from the Nashville Business Journal uh, asking questions and doing a small small article about us uh, in the paper. So it has opened up some media outlets as well, which is very beneficial for sure. And um, opportunities.
0: I know here in Red Deer, um, our local chamber of commerce, they're responsible for handing out um, business awards. So they do new business award, business of the year, entrepreneur of the year, and all that jazz and Actually, this year, we were actually nominated for Business of the Year, and we did our interview yesterday. We sat down with the gentleman and did an interview with him. We had to write a big essay and answer the questions, and now that's going to a review panel. So, chamber, it's a good thing. Support your local chamber. (laughs) Love it. Some good
2: people, some really good people who are there to support, and our our, uh, travel community is also uh, gathered with the chamber. So, for a place like Nashville, where there is a lot of visitors uh it gives us an opportunity to perhaps get exposure mm-hmm. to people who are there in nashville looking to do something new they may not have a flip center in their area but uh i'm hoping it will open up some opportunities for that as well cool. yeah. so well, looking forward to it
1: if, if i have any employees listening let's go ahead and note that and get uh, working with our chamber of chamber of commerce uh that that sounds like a worthwhile sounds like an opportunity good investment right good investment uh in case you guys are interested about my week, uh it's been a very yes. stressful week. <laughs> there's there's this funny thing Sandra and I have, which is basically just like, yeah, it's float conference week. Stuff goes bad. Like just like, oh yeah, no, it's float conference week. It's basically like Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, chalk it up to float. It's float conference week. So, um it's you seem been
2: very calm about that, right? <laughs> You're well, very chill it's, about it's that. It's not yeah. our
1: first rodeo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so nice. uh, one thing that we did is our second layer of soundproofing. I guess, did I talk about that on the last episode?
2: You did. Time has become cool just
1: a nebulous, crazy thing. Um, yeah, so we, we built that up, and then, uh, I think after recording, so yeah, I, after recording, I went back there and did some went more back, work. Right. And then after that, um, I forget what day. I mean, seriously, everything has just become a blur. Uh, We painted and we used the paint where you add a mixer that makes it... uh it's what they paint ships with it's it's saltwater resistant and so we we painted our rooms with that and it needs more coats but it's enough to look uh decent for the moment and have some functionality but uh yeah so our rooms look completely different they don't have uh curtains anymore because the there's there's no window frames there's there's nothing so it's it's uh looks much more like our newest nautilus room uh, so except for Flotarium. Flotarium still has the, the curtains for aesthetics, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Things have changed very quickly. Um, uh, Dana, who is opening a float center here in Portland, actually popped in to volunteer and help out with the painting and apparently uh, yeah. is like an expert on painting too, really knows what she's doing. <laughs> so I wish I had actually talked to her before we did this whole project, but um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, actually very, very cool and really sweet. And um, let's see here. What else? Uh, had a leak in flotarium today, which, uh, you know, we're close. So it wasn't a big deal, but in the, in the filtration system, and for anybody who's been listening, I've had some Mm. issues with that filtration system It's a real easy fix. So it wasn't a big deal. Uh, our roofers who were supposed to be done in two days, a few weeks ago, are on their fourth day and, uh, still working and have shown up during days that were open and started working and hammering and stuff. And so we've had some issues with that. And, and, uh, talk about like too many chefs in the in the kitchen like it's our landlord who scheduled this and so then but then we've got Home Depot contact but then a contractor they they contract contract out to and they don't speak English very well and and then us and so there's just all these chefs trying to communicate and figure things out and that's been a little stressful, so we won't have a full roof when the flow conference is going on. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how it looks at the moment because I left I know, around five or six tonight, and I think they were still working trying to get stuff done. But uh, so that's fun. Not not really. It's it's so just that the banging, the the noise that goes on is is uh, pretty grating. But uh, at least it's on a day we're closed. It's it's not really a big deal. It's just. Uh, just a little annoying while we're doing construction. But we're doing construction anyway. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yeah, we're I, – I mean, you could call it prepping for the float conference. I think really the float conference for us is a little bit fire under our asses to just make sure we're kind of pre- presenting ourselves well. You know, it's like going on a first day. You make sure that you're shaved <laughs> and you, you got your – you know, I don't know. What else do you do prepping for a day? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> but don't those remember. Those things Long that used to matter now. a whole lot, you're doing yeah. those things. and. And uh, so that's uh, that's kind of what we're doing, but we're also going. It's okay, we don't have this done, and yes, our floors aren't aren't finished yet, and you know there are all these things where it's like our customers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, all you listeners who are voting, but our customers are more important than the float conference visitors, and like, yeah, it's cool to put our best foot forward, but it doesn't need to be perfect now. It's a continual progression towards this this perfect thing that isn't a re- ever going to be a real thing you know it's always a work in progress and so we're we're trying to keep that in mind as we're doing this and sometimes one of us kind of falls off the wagon if you will and the other is like hey 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 <laughs> it's okay you know like this is the this is a this is not a sprint you know this is a, something that happens in many legs <sighs> And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on there. And, uh, funny enough, we, we moved recently, which I've mentioned as well. And, uh, Sandra has been really pushing for the space we moved out of, which we're still renting to become an Airbnb. And I was like, "Babe, babe, 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 we're about to have a baby, babe. So maybe we should just rent it out, make a couple of bucks and call it good and and not put a ton of attention on this thing when we're going to have a baby. And she kept kept pushing for it and convincing me and and allowed me to kind of not have to invest in it mentally or emotionally and go, like, it's my project. It doesn't need to be your project. Like, this doesn't need to stress you out. And um, if it doesn't work out in the next few months, then we can just switch it over to a rental pretty easy. Well, uh she, you know, busted her ass and got uh, – all this furniture off of Craigslist and made it look just freaking awesome, real, real spiffy. And uh put it on Airbnb. And oh my God, it is doing very well. I guess it's easy to forget that we are downtown Portland. It's a little you know, it's only a one bedroom, but it has three walls, have windows. It's right next to this incredible business called the Float Shop. It's above an awesome <laughs> yoga center. Uh so yeah, it's uh it's doing it's doing pretty all right. I think she made the right that's, choice. That's
2: that's the Portland experience right there.
1: Yeah. I wish we had availability Perfect. for during the flow conference. It it got booked up too too quickly, uh or else I'd I'd advertise it on the show. <laughs> but uh yeah, Sandra's good business sense definitely definitely won out on this one. <laughs> Uh, cool. That's all that's going on with me. Oh, by the way, on the way to the podcast tonight, um, let's see here. I feel like a bunch of things went wrong. Oh, my car died. So I, I on the freeway, had to pull over. And uh, Sandra ended up dropping me off at home. And then my internet was down. I had to talk, talk to the awesome people at Comcast who helped me get my internet back up. And so it's just, uh, just you know, if your car is going to die, it's going to be during the float conference week. Is is how we everybody who's driving in for the flow conference this won't happen to you but for us it's just <laughs> par for the course it's just it's just funny how it uh, seems to happen uh, but uh, anywho I want to talk about the flow conference itself and I want to talk about uh, the different speakers and who we're looking to and kind of the, the theme themes that are happening at this year's flow conference so but but first in a, a really funny segue I, I want to talk about the flow conference as a sponsor uh, best easiest advertisement ever uh, flow conference is is like two or three days away if you're listening to this when it's put out and and uh if if you're not if you can't tell we're excited about it by now i don 't know what to tell you Um flowconference.com, if you want to buy tickets uh, <laughs> make your way over here it's uh it's an important experience it's it's really important and I, I think I said it last week but had uh somebody potentially consulting going should i pay you money uh for consulting or should i go to this float conference and i had to be like ah okay. oh man i want your money but go to go to the float conference it's really it's a really important experience it, it's um incredibly inspiring it really levels you up as far as information goes like you know what's going on as of today you know what i mean like you you are caught up on on float research all the good stuff and so i after every float conference i i feel like uh, the awareness of the float shop goes up and so just how we talk to clients and information that we talk about just just gets elevated because of it so obviously rec- we recommend the float conference and, of course, join our roundtable. There's also good stuff on Friday. Um, go to thefloatconference.com to check out the different events that you can check out and all that good stuff. And then uh, code FC2016 if you want to book floats with anybody at uh, any of the float centers here in Portland. Did I miss anything? There's a lot. <laughs>
2: a lot going on. You did good.
1: All right. Good.
2: I'm excited. I have my float booked. Ready to go.
1: Oh, at the float shop?
2: I do, yeah, the float shop. Mark and I are going to be coming by, getting our float on so that we can be ready for the conference. I'm very excited. Excellent. So, yeah, because there's so much happening. I knew I wanted to be rested cool. and ready to go. So cool. I'm excited to see your changes. Okay,
1: <laughs> good. Yeah. Remember, it's a work in progress, okay? That's right. <laughs> you know, I'm really excited. Next year, we'll probably have a front-facing sign. I'm really excited about that. Oops. Yeah, we'll be big time. We'll have a sign. Um, Fancy. Right? Uh, are you booking anywhere else this year is it just the the one float for you
2: just for us just the one float mm-hmm. that's all we could that's all we could handle on our schedule yeah. but, um i i've hit pretty much i think all the float shops all the i mean all <laughs> the all the float places there in portland you now. have cool uh, but of course i always do like to come back to y'all you are uh, have been our float place from uh, our first conference so it's kind of like coming home
1: nice oh man that's sweet that's cool Lance, do you have any floats booked while you're in here, in town?
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Strong yes, I Uh, hear. Nope. Nope, I do not. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what we can do for you. Um, Deal. (laughs) Nice
1: uh let's see here i uh for anybody who who's listening i i do encourage you to check out all the float centers in portland and if you know if if we're booked up or float on is booked up um check out all the places at like no matter what your experience is if you're opening a float center it's going to be a worthwhile experience you want to visit as many places as you can and learn as much as you can and by the way of course we we know the game when when it's float conference weekend our staff is is well aware that um you know people want tours and and their time and attention and we'll have a ton of questions so please pop in anytime get as much of a tour as you can anytime and ask as many questions as 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 you want as long as they're not giving an intro to a float which by the way listen to our intros to floats learn learn from that and uh see what you like and you don't like from that as well so like there's there's just so much to gain and gather so ah good times i'm excited all right. Was that still part of the ad? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know about you guys. My number one excitement, and actually I guess it's kind of cheap because it can really go across all, four different people who are speaking at the conference, but... Uh, research information and library, the Laureate Institute for Brain Research's Information. Uh, and I guess, I suppose in particular, Dr. Feinstein, um, obviously he's the lead researcher for float research, and he's also a really good presenter. I feel like he's it's, he's very good at breaking down the information into a way that us layman's can walk away and actually understand what, what we're talking about afterwards. Are you guys excited? And he's
2: not... Yeah, I'm super excited. He's not the only one, no. either. There's several people who are coming yeah, from we, LIBR. Some, some,
1: uh, and, and hope I'm pronouncing this right, but Sahib Khalsa uh, is mm-hmm. going to be speaking again this year. And his speech was awesome last year, so I'm I'm only excited to get more information I, this year. Uh, a guest on our show uh, from from when we first started out, Colleen Walrab, is going to be on. So I'm really excited to see her on yeah. stage. It's going to be awesome and uh i and this person i don't know a whole lot about except um just from speaking with justin he's really excited about dr pan lin uh who's going to be speaking and i, I mean i, I maybe I, I shouldn't speak for for justin or dr pan lin but it sounds like he was excited about what was going on at Library and basically just said goodbye to everything else he was doing and <laughs> went on full like I'm I'm in I'm doing this now because this this is moving him or he sees uh, see something valuable coming from this so very exciting really cool I know there's a lot of really exciting uh, information that's going to come out this year and damn Justin he's consummate professional <laughs> he, he doesn't want to give anything away too early but he's hinted at things uh, to me and uh, it just just has got me completely worked up to find out What what we're gonna learn at this year's Float Conference, and I'm I'm excited, but I don't know what it is exactly. So I'm excited.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you have to wait like the rest of us.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, absolutely. (gasps) Uh, Let's see here, uh... Liz. Who's who are you most excited for?
0: Uh, well, I think I'm most excited (laughs) for Justin as well. But I already stole that one. Cool to hear from Rick Doblin. Yeah, um... yeah. It it sounds like he. A lot of people are. You stole that one too? No, no, no. no. <laughs>
1: oh. I think we just had a delay in our feed here. He said something.
0: you stole him yeah. as your favorite. I was like, "What?"
1: No, actually I I um a, a lot of people are extremely excited about Rick Doblin here. I don't I didn't know who he was and I don't personally have a ton of excitement about this. So what why are you excited?
0: Science. <laughs> <laughs> um maps multipartner association of psychedelic studies has has done a lot of work with um working with MDMA in a Uh psychotherapeutic setting sorry why did I say (laughs) (laughs) psychotherapeutic in a a therapeutic (laughs) setting and uh yeah they're they've done work with with cannabis and yeah their their future is bright Mm. they have a a lot of work they're doing and it's just going to be exciting to actually hear him speak in the flesh so listen to a lot of his podcasts and there's there's tons out there um he's he's really good at speaking really good at talking and yes yeah, nice. he, he seems to, to have it. a
1: big following that's for sure yes. a, a dedicated following yeah
2: and uh, is this the first time he or anyone from maps is actually speaking at the conference
0: yeah maps has been they've had a booth mm-hmm. I think for the last two years right two yes. years at the conference but now for somehow they got Rick Doblin of Maps speaking, which is which is phenomenal. So good job! I believe that was Graham. Good job, Graham. <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, little little aside here. Uh, I believe it was the first float conference. It might have been the second one, but uh, the person we bought our tranquility float tank from, as uh, so we we bought it used, had. Uh, he, the owner of it had never actually floated in it he thought he was going to float in this you know every day or whatever was excited about it and then never put it together um and and uh it's either the first or the second float conference we went up to the maps booth and there he was <laughs> and he uh he he's part of maps and he's a really amazing human being really cool and uh so funny to this day he has not floated in his own his own floating <laughs> he's, we've never got him gotten him in um <laughs> he, he works with with bees and and does a lot of really really cool things including working with maps but uh anywho uh that was an aside, Amy. Uh, who are you most excited yeah. for?
2: Uh, well, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about Colin. Uh, I do think <laughs> that research is going to be popping up maybe more and more in our future as an industry. Mm. So, uh, hearing, well, of course, I love Justin. Like you said, Dr. Feinstein always has a really great, uh, a really great talk, and he makes it very easy to understand. I always get to go home and and take something back to our floaters. Yes, uh, so. Yes. I love to see so much research-oriented stuff this year. But, you know, Mm. my love has always been marketing. And I noticed there's (laughs) a few things there that are uh, marketing-oriented. There's a marketing research uh, uh, talk. Uh And also, even though I don't think this is necessarily marketing per se, the voted speaker, um, Kirsten and Lena, are going to be talking about floating in pregnancy. And I, as someone who has never had a child... I do have a lot of questions. We do have a lot of mamas coming in so I already have I have a list of questions I'm going in I'm looking forward to seeing how I can take that information back to my floaters and cool. um, utilize it to to introduce more people to floating yeah because that's what it's all about how can we how can we get more people in How can we help more people good and, uh, good, good call. Yeah. yeah
1: we should all be excited for good stuff. <laughs> for for learning more about marketing and outreach we, we should all take everything we can get from that one nice. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> um, I'm I'm also very excited for Gary Ferguson, who, mm-hmm. I, I, according to Lance, had a booth last year. I didn't realize they had a booth. Pathways for veterans, but uh, I did speak with him for quite some time, like a lot of the free time of the float conference, uh, he had joined the round table discussion and uh, actually really beautifully closed it out. Uh, you know, not, not intentionally closing it out, but we couldn't continue after his, his uh, soliloquy. It was real beautiful. And, and um, so we had, we had spoken quite a bit, but he, he hadn't done a whole lot with floating uh, and veterans at that time, this was really an exploratory visit last year. So, to see him now speaking this year and so inspired from uh, what he had seen at the flow conference and and I know he was very inspired from the flow conference. I mean, he knew his own benefits with with the float tanks, but meeting the community, uh, he mm-hmm. he he got our motivations and and uh, the benefits everybody sees from it. So I'm really excited to now see three hundred and sixty five days later what is what's his new point of view and what's he bringing to the table and what is the next step with veterans, which is super common in float centers. I think anybody who's been around for, I mean, almost any amount of time, uh, will start developing, um, clients who, who are veterans or, or have PTSD, uh, who are experiencing benefits from floating. So I'm, I'm really curious what his developments are with that. Um, I'm, I'm excited, and I know he, he based on our talks, he, he kind of dreams big, too, so I'm curious where those those big ideas have have arrived at, again, a year from then. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of people with that passion out there, so I think right? that will be a, uh, one of those uh, talks that builds up excitement, builds up passion, yeah. and yeah. Uh, there's going to be some good conversation after that talk.
1: Mm, cool. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Do you guys happen to know, and I know this is a little off the cuff, last year after the Speeches. They would um, have breaks where you could go and talk to, uh, basically, have a Q and A with the speakers afterwards. Do you know if they're doing that this year?
2: I notice on the schedule that there are some actually scheduled in. I know um, after I know one for uh, Dr. Feinstein. Okay. Um, I believe as well with the some of the sanitation guys. I'll be with Rich Martin, Bob Crandall. So I see a few of them, but I don't see it for everyone. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if if that's just going to be announced at the conference or okay. they're limiting it this year.
0: Is the water sanitation panel, is that last year, did they have it as that's like a Q&A, the whole thing? Because so I remember them sitting up there and us asking questions. Um, do you remember that at all, Dylan?
1: As you're talking about as part of the main conference or on the Friday beforehand? On the main conference. I don't believe it was an open Q&A at any point okay
0: uh, last year mm-hmm. okay
2: two years ago they, they ended it with a Q&A session right. i know it was Ryan. two years ago
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> but, maybe wrong there
2: but you did bring up a really important point uh, there is an opportunity to ask questions and i didn't know this until today mm. if you go to the schedule page on the on floatconference.com you can scroll down and there is a form where you can ask your you, you can submit a question or the sanitation panel so if you have a burning question and there are should there's a lot of them out there because there's a lot of I think conflicting information you do have an opportunity to influence where that conversation goes.
1: And, Good thing. and Lance, I think uh you, you just kind of broached on the whole water sanitation thing is is that something you're looking forward to?
0: I think we all should be looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have no it's interest in the most exciting one. I'm not excited for oh, <laughs> right. sanitation, yeah, 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 yeah. but I'm excited to <laughs> to learn and to, you totally. know, take some of that knowledge back with me. So that that's
1: That's a very good point. Yeah. It's not necessarily like my adrenaline is pumping to learn about water sanitation, but edge of the seat. This is this is some homework that's important and if you're coming out to the float conference, you definitely wanna wanna gather it, absolutely. Bob Crandall, uh, speaking on sanitation. Um, Jason McDonald, uh, is, is he with Canadian sanitation? I'll have to look it up, but, uh, yes, he is. Cool. Yeah. He'll be there. And of course the infamous Rich Martin with NSF who, uh, <laughs> did have that, the QA afterwards. And, uh, I awesome. I uh I really like Rich and uh, i love speaking with him uh at at the float conference. I think he's quite a fun personality and really understands his material very well. So if you have any questions regarding NSF certifications or the the progress on it, all all that good stuff, he will he's a straight shooter uh, in that respect and uh you know obviously buy him a drink first and, and uh <laughs> um, you'll, you'll get all the information you want. It's, it's really cool. Um, or I've, I've had a really positive experience talking, talking with Rich. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jim Hefner is actually one that I'm really excited about, uh, as well. He has the, is it, I don't know if it's the largest float center ever or just the U S but he's opened up a a giant float center and he's done some, some really interesting things with how it's, how it just operates, and there's other. Mm, I don't want to give too much away. I'll just say that I'm really excited to to learn about his perspective, uh, particularly because I think he's a really passionate floater, and I think he's he's in the industry for real uh, true reasons. I think he he, um, yeah, I you know I mean you you pick people to I don't know if aspire is the right word or not not necessarily heroes, but you know you're attracted to particular people and personalities and. Um, Jim is one that, that i 'm attracted to and i'm i 'm really interested to hear about how he 's doing things and and you know kind of just like how I was saying when you visit Portland and visit the float centers uh, or visit the float shop, take what you like and and uh find out what you don 't like I, I plan on doing the same thing with what Jim has to say because um I, I have concerns about running a really large float center and uh what the client experience uh would be like with such a big float center so i 'm interested to learn what 's going to make me go, oh yeah like that that's really smart i want to implement that or if and or if there will be things where i go no that sacrifices things that i stand for with my business and i i wouldn't do that and then potentially have things where then my brain fires and wants to find how you know how could i do that size but uh keep the advantage you know keep the positive aspects of it or you know kind of build off of of what he's doing so i'm excited to see to see jim there
2: got a lot of passion Mm -hmm, right yeah,
0: I think um Jesse and Sean of Float Toronto. I think they'll be very interesting to listen to cuz their float center has done some wonderful things there. Well, talk to me. I think they're running 5. I think they're running 5 tanks and they run they run minimum staff. I think they're running on a one. Uh, this may not be true. This just be through the grapevine. But I heard they're running <laughs> five. <laughs> I, I'm excited to hear their story. Say the let say the least, but uh, uh-huh. they're running. F- uh-huh. I believe they're running five t- tanks, and they do it off one staff. So, um, and they're also their marketing's really on point. Their social media presence is is there and it's strong. And uh, yeah, I see them as, as definitely leaders in the community. And they popped up, I believe, a couple of years ago. So. Um, yeah, I'm excited to hear from them. Awesome.
1: You know, I uh, I misspoke. I think I said I, I counted four people who have to do with Liber uh, speaking at the conference, and I, I forgot about uh, Dr. Ricardo. And I hope I'm pronouncing this right, but Gilda Costa. And I think he might even be mentioned in Blue Mind, which uh, uh, Wallace J. Nichols he he spoke was it last year? Who uh, wrote Blue Mind? Uh, I believe he appears in in that book as well. But um, he. His passion is uh, studying the brain or how how to get the information of the brain. Brain sensing technologies is what the title is. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited to learn about that stuff too. I mean, Amy, I don't know that we'll be able to go home and use this information, but I know I'm going to geek out learning about this because uh, it, it, every day the way that we're able to understand the brain is increasing and we're not very good at it We're it's, it's very Neanderthal, very rudimentary. Um, n- even though we're getting so much information, we're barely scratching the surface. So um, I feel like we're going to get some really new stuff out of him. So I'm excited. So, so f- five library speakers.
2: <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I know we're going to go back to this whole research thing, but um, even though we don't have the equipment, um, some of the tracking doesn't necessarily need expensive equipment and understanding what questions we're trying to answer. I think there are simple ways for us to begin doing our own research or even just studies within our own centers. And I would love to see uh, more and more case studies come out of our industry and and see a passion and see a collection of information. Uh, And we can do that. I think I'm hoping we all walk away from this Uh, float conference inspired to Hmm. really pay attention to what our clients are experiencing cool and bringing that to the table yeah cool i think there's opportunity more than we know
1: okay cool i like that well let's let's talk more about that after the conference and see what we can apply i like that um yeah gosh Shoot, I'm I'm on the spot, but uh, last year there was a sp- oh gosh, maybe it was two years ago. There was a speaker <laughs> talking about <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's hard that, to
1: keep running it. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, who who spoke about uh, how to how to basically take a sample pool and create uh, you know not an official study, but start collecting information, and I and I forget uh, the term, but uh, you know it's not something that could be published in a journal, but it's still research and and uh I actually have a yeah. blog post about that. I can't think of you the name do. of it at the moment. And I'm trying to look
2: it up right at this very <laughs> okay, moment because right. I remember that was actually three, three – uh, No,
1: don't tell me it's three It wasn't ago. two
2: ago. It was, I believe, it was three <sighs> ago.
1: Time. Yeah. Man, I can't handle it. I know. It.
2: <laughs> but maybe if we can find that, it would be great to repost because I yeah. remember that. It made an impact on me, and I think there's some good information. Oh, cool.
1: Nice. Glad to hear that. I will at least, at the very least, put that in the show notes. Uh, so artofthefloat.com, oh. we'll, we'll put a link up for it. Uh, I'm also excited to see Steven Johnson and I, I got to admit he's a he's a friend and I just love seeing him on stage I think uh, speaking in front of people is a, is a gift for him and he's always been or, or since he began uh, speaking at the conference he's the opener and the closer and uh, it's always fun for me to to see him on stage so uh, look forward to Steven Johnson up there and let's see here anybody else that you you guys are interested in.
0: Uh I I actually always look forward to Graham and Ashcon's oh, um, yes. speeches. They that's they have a they do a really good job every time they talk. So um I really enjoyed the one they had a few years ago about fences and that's really changed uh, my perspective on yes. fences. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what they have in store this year.
2: And they're I'm I'm really hoping for balloons.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> know, once
1: saying. you do balloons, you can't go back. That's <laughs> yeah. a rule. That's
2: a rule. That's all right.
1: Oh, Lance, you should be happy you're Canadian right now if if, <laughs> if you don't like fences. Uh, don't oh, boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Float On guys are so good at uh, presentation and, and giving speeches and they have a background in theater and so they I think that really helps them delight the crowd and, and inspire. They know how to write a good speech too, you know. So mm-hmm. um that's always something that I, I'm excited to see. I think I missed them last year during the balloon time, actually. I missed that, which was really disappointing. But uh yeah, when you when something goes wrong at the shop and you're only five, you know, four or five miles away, you do have to go take care of business. When it's in Nashville and you're in Portland they have to deal with it. So, yeah, that is kind of a funny thing. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Peter Sudfeld, who I believe has spoken at every float conference. And I, I love hearing him talk. I, I think he's a, quite a brilliant human being. And I love every single time he speaks. And, and not to undercut uh, his history with the research and his intelligence, but... I love his voice. I think he should record bedtime stories. His voice, I I could listen to that every night and and uh <laughs> I think he's I think he's such a, a special sweet. request. Yeah. This year. Right? Audible.com if you're listening, Peter Sudfeld should be your next, yeah. So um I, I I do uh, always look forward to hearing him speak, and he's another person who, uh, if you speak with him outside of, uh, or excuse me, at the conference, but outside of his speech, he's always very willing to to talk and share any information and his opinions and all that stuff. He's a really fun gentleman, and I'm, I'm so glad he comes out here every year. It's it's a real honor.
2: And really, y'all, who could who could forget uh, Glenn yes. and Lee Perry? Yes, absolutely. That's just classic. They have to be there if they're not there, it's just not a float conference. <laughs>
1: well, you don't get as many oohs, ahs, and laughs either. I think they, they are so good at <laughs> at uh, telling, a, you know, like if you even you listen to me right now, I'm, I'm talking fast, I'm talking fast. And they talk slower, they keep your attention, and they lay out a story or a joke or whatever it is. And uh, I love seeing them on stage. Speaking of it being an honor it's an honor to have them every year, yes, so I'll look forward to hearing what they have to say um, with that being said, uh, I do also look forward to understanding the FTA better. I was disappointed last year uh, when they came up i you know I think they asked for signups, but I didn't understand why they wanted people to sign up, so I would like to hear m- more more information on why we should be part of the FTA and yeah, I guess I guess that's all. Uh, uh, speaking of speaking of, uh, I love that. That's actually I mean, this is a really lame segue. But uh, True Rest is also going to be speaking. They had quite the splash uh, this year at uh, I Float uh, Float Facilitators. I think is where that splash occurred uh, with um, patenting or not patenting. I'm sorry, I'm going a little too far back in in their history. Uh, trademarking uh, Float Pod. And uh, and sent out cease and desist letters, and there was a real negative response in the community. He defended it. Uh, excuse me, Nick. Yeah, Nick Janicki defended it, and then had a real turnaround and left a video explaining wh- how he realized he was wrong and was dropping the you know the the trademark or the attempt to trademark it. And so, um, it. I don't think it's any mystery that that true rest has had a, a bit of a shadow we've talked about the, that on the show in the past and uh so i think every time they speak there's some of that it carries with them with the, with the history and how they've they've done you know held their business but um i think this year perhaps above any other year that's that's in the spotlight and so it'll be really interesting to see how nick chooses to handle that um i think the in the past there's always been a video that plays and so it might just be a video and maybe we'll get a little bit more, um, addressing that situation or perhaps he, he feels like that's, that's done. And this is uh, his opportunity to simply talk about the future of, of true rest and the, the benefits, um, of true rest and uh, as a franchise and, and of the float tanks themselves, uh, or, and maybe announce a name change. I, I don't know. He did, he did mention that in the video, that being a potential so that this would be the time to, to Every announce brand, it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh I don't know if do you guys have any thoughts on that. Are you looking forward to seeing that?
0: <laughs> right. All right. I think True Rest does provide lunch though. I think yeah, they do too. pay for lunch that day, so yeah. Good. You know,
1: actually that that's funny. Um uh if the way I see it is if I'm eating their lunch, I'm I'm definitely gonna sit there and, and watch their, their speech. You know, I'm gonna see what they have to say. So Oh of course. Right? Let's see here. Try
0: and try and watch. I want to try and you know try and see everyone because it's all valuable yes. information. A lot of work has been put to organizing mm-hmm. this conference and getting everybody in one place. So.
1: Right? I know. Right? I mean, gosh, I just think of Khan. I just like I, I saw him not not too long ago, and I know that he has an insane amount of juggling going on, and uh, with all this planning that happens throughout the entire year and crescendos at this time, yet. The dude has a ridiculously positive attitude. You wouldn't know that he hasn't slept in three days, you know, (laughs) and and has all these um, obligations and stressors, potential stressors pushing on him. And yet he still has this super chill, awesome vibe and is still really bright. So – uh, <laughs> congratulations to Ashcon and Graham as well. I know he participates in putting this all together. Um, I know a lot of calories are burned making this happen. So uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely give them props. And I know that they're exhausted and I know that they're totally wasted during this time, but that does not mean you should not go up, say hello, give them a hug and, and chat their ears off because I know they love it. I know they really do. They put in all of this work for for this weekend, for the people. So experience it, connect with them. This is your opportunity. Uh, In in fact, just a few weeks ago, we've talked about how people can be shy at the float conference. Somebody um, had uh, left a comment on our uh, homepage or on on one of our episode pages that they were shy to speak with me, which is beyond my comprehension, but is really worth noting. Um, This is where people want to get together, unite, and connect with everybody. This is not the time to to be shy when you came from states away, even another city away. This is the time for us all to unite in this community that we have, that we all have this passion for the float tank and all the benefits that it has. So give a hug, say hello, and let's share. Let's talk about it.
0: Everyone's there for the same reason, too. It's it's wonderful. It's, it's very welcoming. I was nervous my first year. It's actually the first conference I ever went to, but... Such a great community, and even we're actually bringing one of our employees with us, Bruce. And cool. today yeah, he was like, right. "Uh, well, you know, what do I wear? Do I do I need a suit? Do I need? This? I'm like, no, oh, <laughs> right. no. I say like, you'll, you'll you'll get some people who dress up, and you'll get you know yeah. the hippie wearing a Miss harum pants. Like it's right. everything in between. It's such cool. a such a great group of floaters. I guess we're all floaters. We can say that everyone's a yeah. floater. Yes.
2: So. <laughs> And, and I, from experience, I can say you can go up to anyone in that conference. If you start out with a friendly hello or you start out with a hug, everyone's going to respond in yeah. kind. Um, there's not a mean soul in the place. It is but ridiculous. Even if you're nervous, yeah. take a deep breath, go for it, and uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the community.
1: You can speak to anyone. It's crazy. Even True. Joe Daniels, who owns Think Tank, who's super intimidating because he's super yoked uh, – He's the nicest guy in the world. Like there's nobody here that – like you can't look at somebody and go, uh uh-uh, that, that's I shouldn't talk to that person. You can talk to any complete stranger, and if it's within the realm of float, <laughs> you're in. You, they are interested in talking about it. It's so cool. Uh, are there any other, uh, speakers that you guys are looking forward to that we should talk about?
2: I think we've covered the whole, the whole schedule. I can't imagine. I, I don't think there's, there is no one that I'm not looking forward yeah, to. Yeah.
1: That's a good point, huh? That there's a reason we, we make the pilgrimage every year, me and Mike just be four miles, but still there's a reason we, we're we here year after year after year because it's, it's so <laughs> beneficial. And gosh there there's what you take back information wise there's the sense of community community that you have that really does last for the rest of the year I, it's it's priceless so I'm excited I know you guys are excited and um, I am, whew, I th- I think we're going to try and record our roundtable, uh, so hopefully that will become an episode, and if there's any, uh, if I learned anything from simply blogging in the past about the Float Conference after it, uh, I don't think we're going to do a single episode after the Float Conference. We'll probably have to book uh, a few episodes to uh, kind of review all the speakers and, and, uh, give our thoughts and opinions and by all means i have not loved every speaker that's spoken at the float conference i've had some strong opinions and uh um so i'm I'm really excited to kind of give our reviews give give our thumbs up thumbs down and even i wouldn't even say thumbs down just some uh i don't know maybe more controversial is the word uh when, when some people present, Crash crash comes to mind when when he gave his presentation. But yet, that was one of the most entertaining <laughs> presentations. So it, it's, oh, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good time. And my gosh, I am so excited to see you, Lance. I am so excited to see you, Amy. This is going to be so much fun. And uh, I think just as equally, I'm excited to finally meet the people who listen to this show. This is something we created gosh six months ago something like that just just before oh no we're wow gosh oh my god time has <laughs> oh, passed yeah. wait a minute
0: <laughs> i got, I got know, an email I'm i got like an that. email from you i think it was a week after the float conference oh is that
1: right damn
0: i think that's when it started and then Whip. <laughs> i think our first episode was early november or late october i think right?
1: it was late october i think it was late yeah. october that's awesome wow but we've been
2: talking since september
1: sure right exactly we've been gathering every
2: tuesday <laughs> last september
1: oh that's right that's right mm-hmm. crazy uh well uh, i guess what i mean to say is that we started a year ago um but yeah so <laughs> 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 what i meant to say was i'm excited to to talk to our listeners and and meet our listeners the people it it's amazing to me i i hear all of these uh Well, uh, sometimes it's voice conversations, sometimes it's email, but people take notes during the show. They take out their steno pad, you know, or they open up their phone and they're using notepad and and taking notes on the topics that we're talking about. I love that. That is what we are here for. and and of course to have some sort of inspiration. And I love that we're all in different timelines of where our businesses are at. We're in different communities, different cities where we're all tackling different things yet. We're all on the same path. And I think that's so much fun. And I know our listeners are as well. So it's to me, it's just the bee's knees. (laughs) It's just the coolest. Oh man. Uh, Anything you guys want to leave our listeners with before we sign off?
0: Uh, I just want to say I'm also excited for the coffee. (laughs) 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 They have that wonderful coffee food truck out there And you can get coffee all hours of the day So, yeah, you can look forward to that. (laughs) I've already confirmed with Graham and Ashkon that we will be there again this year.
2: So it's It's all about priorities. Did you really do that? Did you? Did
1: you really do that? Are you pulling my leg?
0: I like coffee, man. Coffee's good, and it's right there. They think about us, you know. They every little detail. They got got some coffee. You can get a mocha if you want. You can get a, a brew. You can get an espresso. It's pretty bang on. Oh my god, that is so funny. Lance, Amy,
1: are you gonna top that? Do you have?
2: No, yeah, no, uh, I I'm just not. Can't. I'm not even, not even gonna try. I was more
0: on a serious note, but.
2: <laughs> and that's what makes me. Yeah, right? You know,
0: I really appreciate those. Don't let that slip away from the float conference. <laughs> oh lordy, I love it.
1: I I don't even know. Okay, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Do I even give our stuff? Uh, art of the float on facebook art of the float at art of the float on our twitter and our instagram and uh let's see here leave a speak pipe i'd love to hear speak pipes from the conference if that's possible please leave us speak pipes that'd be really fun And uh, for anybody listening to us on the train while they're driving in, while they're flying into Portland, whatever it is, if you're listening, um, you'll you'll see us in just a few short hours. I'm so excited. It is just the coolest thing in the world to me. So uh, I'm excited. And and we all of us here at Art of the Float are excited to meet you. So until next week, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. (laughs)